Hello, everybody. You're listening to Somewhat Somewhat Relatable. Relatable. This is the podcast where we answer your questions, get a little bit more personal, and kind of share some funny stories. If you have a question or a funny story, send it into contact at ninaandranda.com and we will answer your question. Before we get into the podcast, I just wanted to say that I've taken a challenge and I've been doing it for a week where I have five cups of vegetables a day. Wow, that's a lot. And I don't know if it's just because I ended my period, but I, no joke, feel absolutely incredible. Well, it looks like we're not synced up on schedules because I'm about to get mine and I woke up this morning and you know that feeling? Not like it's not complete cramps but i'm like okay yeah it's coming it's coming like today or tomorrow we're like a week <laughs> apart but yeah. it's fine anyway so i just want to challenge everybody else to take the veggies challenge and start eating five cups of vegetables a day because you will feel better we'll probably make a video called i ate five servings of vegetables a day spoiler alert spoiler alert you guys heard it first from the podcast that's what happens when you tune in to hear extra stuff so randa what's the first question we had this sent in from actually a boy right we have a male listener which made me super super happy that they wanted our dating advice shout out to the men listening you guys rock i thought it would just be some women listening and when a guy sends in a question i'm like that much more excited but honestly it kind of makes so much more sense to send it into a girl because i mean i like i love listening to podcasts but sometimes they'll send in dating questions to like psychologists and sometimes they're male which is great but it's like wait a second he's giving this opinion about oh girls want this and this and i'm kind of like, like you're not a girl no that's actually not true at all but all right so we're gonna give you our perspective what's the question yeah. You guys talk a lot about online dating so far, so I figured I'd send a question your way as I'm looking for an answer from a female perspective. I'm a 30-year-old guy who uses online dating pretty heavily, as it's allowed me to go on a lot of dates with women that I find attractive. I moved to a larger East Coast city, thinking it would be easier to date with the high female-to-male ratio here, and I'm at a point where I'm looking for someone Mm long-term. My issue seems to be getting beyond the first date with anyone I like. For instance, I had a date last night that I thought went really well. The conversation felt natural and fun, and the woman I was with seemed to be at least putting on a show that she was enjoying herself. Naturally, I left feeling excited. Last night and today, we were texting back and forth, and I tried to set up plans with her. At first, she seemed receptive, and then I got the following message, and this is in quotes. You know, after I was thinking about things a little more, after I went home, I think that while I enjoyed meeting you, I'm not really interested in anything further. Online dating has been a frustrating experience, as these are the messages I seem to keep receiving after dates where I really felt a connection. From your perspective, as this is an issue with online dating itself, do you think people are more choosy, or is there a way to figure out whatever it is I'm doing wrong? I've come to expect disappointment as the woman I go out with never seem to have reciprocating interest. I have friends that have used online dating, but don't know of anyone who's been on hundreds of dates and still hasn't had luck in finding someone. I look forward to any advice you may have. The first thought that comes to my mind is sometimes when girls just go on dates, especially if it's from an online date. I mean, I used to do this more so in the beginning. I'll just go on a date for the sake of going on a date. Like I I am looking for some, I am looking for my special soulmate or my special person. You know, I would love to fall in love. The one and only. Yeah. And have that experience. But then I'm also like, okay, well, I'll just go on a date. And I definitely did this more so in the beginning of my breakup. So it's possible that the girls you're meeting up with are oh, more he just nice. Go- yeah, like, okay, yeah, he seems nice. He seems cool. And he, you know, he has nice pictures. He doesn't look like he'll hurt me. Okay, I'll just go on the on a date for the sake of going on a date. That being said, though, when you used to do that kind of stuff, Randa, I was like, I don't think you should keep going on yeah. these dates because 
then you if you're not actually interested you do have to let someone down and it doesn't feel good so yeah and I did kind of get to that point where I realized you know I I'm still hurting about my ex at the time I was and it was kind of like why I was trying to push myself hoping that I would get over it and maybe I would find somebody else but it was really just the time for me and I just kind of got to a point where I just stopped going on that many dates because I felt kind of bad too. Another one of my thoughts is that with online dating, there typically isn't a mutual friend. And mm-hmm. I feel like when you have a mutual friend, you meet up and you already have this kind of established connection. And there is a bit more of a reason, I don't know, to give somebody a chance because they are in your friend circle. And with online dating, there isn't that mutual friend. So you're much more likely to be like, oh, okay, never mind. And another thought I have is... Oh, wait, can I chime in? Yeah. I just wanted to say that maybe these girls also would go on a second date or want to get to know you more if they were in an environment where they did see you all the time. That's exactly what know? I was going to say. Like rep- they've talked about this on other psychology podcasts. Repeated exposure is such an important and critical part of dating. And with kind of online dating culture, it's almost like the mentality of swiping, like swiping yes or no. This quick decision has to be made within the first date. Whereas if you're in an environment, there's less pressure. Yeah. When, if you're in an environment where you're at work or you're at school or you're just in a situation where you're set up to see this person very consistent. You see him at the gym all the time. There's no like pressure to decide real, really quick. Oh, do I like this person or not? It just kind of develops and sometimes feelings do take a bit of time especially if someone becomes a friend but again there's no mutual friend there's no constantly seeing that person so it's a lot easier to kind of just rationalize and be like well nah but I will say there have been people that I have knowed not necessarily from on knowed. online dating knowed really quickly oh I, mean. I thought you said that I knowed them like, no, known like them. as in I gave oh. them a no x because it was just easy like they were far away. So it was just, and I did like them, but it was easy to just know and talk myself out of it. So they, okay. that could be happening as well. But he is 30. So I'm sh- I'm sure I would think yeah. that the girls he's going on dates with are close to his age. And, you know, they're at their age where they have something in their mind of this is what I want. This is what I don't want. And a few things come to mind and hopefully nothing sounds mean is one dental hygiene that's a big one you want to make sure you go into a date like brushing your teeth and having a mint i'm not saying that this person oh so i'm not saying that this i know why you're bringing this up you probably have been on a date with somebody who didn't do that so that's why you're thinking of it right yeah well i don't know there's just things in pictures that you can't get and i like can't stress this enough people need to wash the areas that need to be washed and they need to brush their teeth because girls have a stronger sense of smell right men so this is something to think about men honestly my my main thought about this is probably the lack of mutual friends the lack Mm -hmm. of being in a situation where you're really set up to get to know someone's personality because that's what makes you end up that's what really makes you fall for somebody i mean it's hard for us all but i have a question for you randa have you ever been on a date where you acted like you had a good time oh my gosh yeah see i (laughs) feel like girls do that because they Mm, don't want to hurt people's feelings yeah, so then it's kind of both more do that i think both men and women can act like they're having a good time on a date because they don't want to hurt the person's feelings and it's kind of easier to let someone down or on they a text genuinely probably did like have a good time but then they like kind of got home and they're like well you know they might still be thinking about an ex mm-hmm. they might just be like you know i don't have time for this like you really will never know the reason and my best advice is to not let it get you down exactly it's so easy to take it personally but you really never know what's going on in someone's Mm -hmm. mind as to why and there might not be anything you're doing wrong but you just got to keep putting yourself out there because it is a numbers game that's at least what i've heard what should this person do well maybe 
he might want to try other avenues such as trying to meet people in the real world like mm-hmm. is there a certain hobby that you enjoy do you like painting i have it i have it i have it yeah guys go to a yoga class so true go to a soul cycle class everybody is in their natural state wearing their yoga clothes you really get a picture of someone's uh figure as and well their as interest they care uh, about their health and if you're into that yeah go to freaking yoga classes and soul cycle classes that's so true where are the girls they're at soul cycle they're you know at the gym and if you're a girl where are the guys they might be at a rock wall yeah we try to go to the rock wall where else do we like to go to meet guys i mean the beach yeah i say where the surfers my best are. yeah i would definitely try to meet people more in person over the online dating just because both people can get a better vibe and it's honestly honestly a bit of a quicker process of yesing and knowing that being said on my dating profile i have it really chill my second photo is a video of me being like hey guys i'm nina welcome to my hand just just kind of me talking i would love to see guys putting maybe more videos on their profile then we can see your personality showing their voice and showing their personality i feel like it kind of sets you apart so men if you're listening to this i would suggest doing that i think it's more fun i mean i would love if somebody had like a dad joke or just told me a joke i don't know is that like a little bit much no. if they make a video telling a joke that's cute i would think that would set them apart I'd be like oh haha this guy's funny because there are a lot of these people that i see i'll see a video of someone and then i'll all of a sudden hear them talking and i'm like whoa i think they're so cute when i hear them speak and see their vibe but when i just see a photo it's so hard for me to tell so guys make a video show your voice show your personality and we're gonna move on to the next question i hope that we've helped you out yeah and keep on going don't give up and you will find somebody eventually just gotta keep keep putting yourself out there girls i want to know your opinion on this is it normal to want to know a little bit about my boyfriend's exes every time i try to ask him about it i feel like he gets uncomfortable and doesn't want to talk about it He says a lot of the girls he's dated in the past are crazy, and he doesn't want to be reminded of them. Should I just stop asking? I'm kind of curious about his past. What are your thoughts? Fair enough that you're asking about the past with your boyfriend. I feel like a lot of the conversations revolve around things that have happened or especially with dating goals in the future. Yeah, it's just kind of fun to get to know someone. That's the most exciting part, right? Yeah. And I can understand why a guy or a girl, but in this situation, a guy wouldn't want to talk about his past. Um, Maybe especially if it was painful, whatever was going on or he doesn't want to be judged. But that being said, I feel like, you know, the past obviously is in the past, but it does kind of help make up the future. And if you want a little bit of insight to me, Maybe how their brain previously worked. I could understand why they are the way they are. That being said, if he's calling all of his ex-girlfriends crazy. That's a red flag. It makes me raise some eyebrows a little bit. That's a red flag. Because I just think if a guy is just saying like, oh, she just went crazy on me. Like she wanted to hang out all the time. Like she's being really needy. The thing about this (laughs) is not every guy that, that. I mean, I've heard it. A guy A girl could start behaving like that way if a guy is completely emotionally unavailable. So this kind of, I don't know, makes me think that maybe the guy led the girl on a lot and then was just kind of not so great of a boyfriend. And that's why she kind of went crazy. Or he has a track record of being attracted to a certain kind of girl and they're all quote unquote crazy. I don't know. I just I just feel like if you say like, oh, yeah, a lot of girls just go crazy on me, then you have to question their behavior and why it would make a girl go crazy. Maybe I'm psychoanalyzing a little bit too much. What do you think? 
Yeah, or he just, you know, give him the benefit of the doubt. He had some bad luck in the dating department. I mean, I think crazy is such a broad term. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. What did she do that's crazy? I think it's strange that he doesn't want to maybe open up about the past, though. You know? I feel like it's kind of normal to talk about past relationships a bit. Yeah, I mean, I would say respect his boundaries, but also, I don't know. I'd be a little leery, personally. <laughs> Of that person, of of that boyfriend. You're going based off of your own experience, though, right? If a guy didn't want to talk about the past, maybe there's a reason for yourself. You're, um, you're basing it off of something that's happened to you. Maybe, but also from other people that I've heard this it's from. It's true. You're going to have a lot better understanding of your boyfriend if you just give it time. you got to ask yourself why you want to know so badly about his exes. Like, is he making you feel a certain way you know what i mean it's like why do you want to know so much about his exes i don't want to i don't know and i'm in relationships and i like someone i don't want to know that much about their ex but maybe i do kind of ask oh why did you break up and then if someone is just like oh we just started fighting or oh we we did this i'm like hmm i wonder why they why that happened but i don't really try to pry further yeah so i'd say respect boundaries yeah worst date stories my worst date story was I was on my way to a date and I got hit by a taxi driver. That sucks. Yeah. But the insurance covered it because it wasn't my fault. And I had to pull over and I was like an hour late to the date. And he was like, oh, let me come to where you are. He was a really nice guy. But just when I got there, he was talking about how much he loves to drink and you know then he kind of mentioned hunting and just like maybe things that i was like okay you're like not interested these are my deal breakers (laughs) i was like okay maybe this isn't you know for me and i felt bad because he also paid kind of like for an expensive meal and it was just like i just think i think i cried the next day and Mm. was like this is the last online date i'm going on and that wasn't true i went on many many more after that (laughs) i haven't had that many terrible dates but the one that comes to mind is uh, I was meeting up for tea with this guy and he was really, really nice. Like okay. he paid for my tea. I don't even know which guy this is because you've met up with so many I guys know, for it's tea. It's really, really horrible. How the many tea is Randa goes on tea dates. <laughs> yeah, literally. Okay, but tell the story. Well, there's really not much to say, but I just met up and I was just like, oh my gosh, like I am not interested. I'm just Did you not write a song after this? I did write Can a song. Can we hear a piece of it? It goes, I'll just say the poem. It's okay. the same conversations on every date. No one lights a fire. No one feels like fate. That's all we're going to say because we're going <laughs> to release it, right? It's on Instagram. Oh. Actually, I deleted it in case he saw. Oh, <laughs> well, that's nice of you. Why was it so bad? I just was not into him in the slightest, mm. you know, and he, Wait, but he was I nice. Had, I had matched with him, too, right? Probably. That's right. I know who it is. We get the same matches, guys. It was just one of those situations where I got there and I'm like, oh, I, s- I still have like an I have to sit here for an hour and yeah. talk with him. And I was still really, really crushed about my ex. So it was just not I was not ready to get back out there. But maybe it helped me get over it faster. I don't know. Probably not. Probably not. It just took time. <laughs> if anything, you were like, okay, maybe I'll take a break from this. What's the best way to win a girl's heart? Are we talking looks or personality? I don't know. It seems like they're both important, huh? They're both equally as important, I think, to me. But a lot of guys say that women don't care about looks. And I, I get confused every time that is said. I'm like, You're what? like, because I care. I'm like, am I just not a normal woman then? Well, I think a lot of people also say that because again back in the day women couldn't like work they couldn't have their own money they were yeah. dependent on a man so they had a dowry yeah so now <laughs> the dowry what, the, what a is dowry that? is when you have your own money and then you get married and you can like give that money like you oh have okay land. well anyway 
you know, now we you could go to school, we can get jobs, whatever. So the financial playing field can be more equal. So yeah, obviously how to win a girl's heart. Obviously you have to be attractive, you know, to she, the girl, to the, to the girl. You Being have attractive is relative. Cause for you know, sure what I like is so totally different, not to what Randall likes cause we're twins, but to what I like is totally different to what my best friend likes. You know, yeah, exactly. She loves curly hair. I mean, I like curly hair too, but everyone has their preferences, I think. But if we're going to just talk about personality, loyalty, I think being a good texter, like a good morning text and a good night text is like, yeah. I, I feel like people don't really do that anymore. Yeah. You know? And so when someone does that, I'm like, okay, that sets you apart. Like, I appreciate that. And I honestly think getting a girl flowers yeah, <laughs> is a good way to win a girl's heart. Just like true. the classic, cheesy, chivalrous, like gentlemanly things. It's like, oh, okay, you're actually, you know, you seem like a nice guy. I think once you already have that feelings of like for a guy and then they do something thoughtful, like maybe you're talking about a book. Or they get you a little gift. They're, yeah, and then they like send the book to your house. You're like, oh my gosh, this is wow it's kind of kind of wows you but so i think winning winning a girl's heart is keep keep the chase up yeah is it true that women love douchebags even though they complain about them we have a lot of dating questions yeah and yes it's true that women love douchebags no at least for myself okay i'm gonna disagree with that women don't love <laughs> douchebags they like guys who can get away like acting like douchebags Probably because they're pretty good looking. They have that confidence, like that cockiness. And it's like, it's not that they like that he's a douchebag. It's just like, oh, you know, he gets away with it. Yeah, because he's kind of a catch, maybe. I would say that I actually don't like douchebags and that, I mean, I have ended up liking a douchebag, but mm-hmm. that douchebag would have had to... You thought he wasn't, though. That douchebag would have had to lead me on for months. Yeah. And then he ended up, you know, whatever. I do think girls are very attracted to confidence. I know I am. Yeah. And if any males are listening this far in, are you attracted to a confident girl? I know some people like shy. Some people like confident. I love, 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 love a confident man. Okay. (laughs) What are your thoughts on intermittent fasting? Do you think it's a trend or is it healthy? Both. Yeah, there definitely are some studies that have shown it can help people, one, lose weight. Don't misquote me, but it's something about autophagy where basically your cells eat up the bad cells in your body. So I definitely have read some benefits. And you can get autophagy from super amounts of exercise too, can't you? Oh, I think you're right. Yeah. Well, (laughs) we got that covered. I definitely intermittent fast by accident. It's not something I'm like religious about where like, oh no, it's 10 o'clock. I can't eat, you know, but my body just kind of naturally does it. So I feel good doing it. And our dad does full on fasting. Not, I, you know, that's not even technically an intermittent fast. If it's 24 hour fast, one day he eats the next day he doesn't. Mm-hmm. And he's lost weight and he says he loves it. I personally have said to my dad, yeah, I could never do that because before my period, if I wasn't going to be able to eat for a day, I would legitimately go insane. Well, also, there's been no proven benefit for women to do it over 14 hours. And it can mess with their hormones if she fasts too much. And again, like delay or make people or make a female miss her period. So I wouldn't recommend that personally. What are your thoughts on birth control? My boyfriend has been pressuring me to start taking it. And I get Mm -hmm. it. We both aren't ready for kids. But I'm wondering what you would recommend for BC. I mean, the main thing I got to say about this is a guy should never be pressuring you to start taking birth control you know if you don't want to this is a tough question because i've personally always tried to stray away from these kind of questions just because it is a personal choice and i don't want to be responsible for someone's exactly possible pregnancy so i would say do your research all i'm gonna say is stay safe use protection 
My boyfriend and I have been together for Are two... Are these all relationship questions? It seems like it. My boyfriend and I have been together for two and a half years. I find that I like girls, but I've never acted on it. I want to tell my boyfriend that I'm bi, but I'm afraid it'll change everything. What do you think I should do? Dang. I think you should just tell him. Yeah. I say if you, you know, he loves you for you, he wouldn't care. Mm. Worst case scenario is he doesn't like it. And then if he doesn't like that, then he doesn't like you. And why do you want to be with someone who doesn't like you? For who you are. I'm feeling so overwhelmed and anxious from school, my job, and the fact that my boyfriend is DMing other girls. Oh. I just feel stuck and hopeless. Any advice? All right. Break up with your boyfriend. He's a whore. (laughs) Maybe that's horrible. No, I just think if a guy is DMing other girls, he cannot be trusted. And if you break that trust. Well, if he's flirting in these DMs. Oh, well, that's what I'm assuming. If she's saying she's stressed and anxious and he's DMing other girls. Like, okay, obviously the context or the content of the DM matters. Mm -hmm. I'm assuming it's not so good. Yeah. If she's writing to us. Yeah. I would talk about it with him, and man, if I had a boyfriend that was flirting, flirting with other women on Instagram, I legit would break up I with think him. I would break up. I'm like, I'm too young for this. I will find someone who won't treat me like that. Yeah, and if it's this, we are so young, and if this is already happening so early on, I mean, it could just be that he's immature, and maybe he could learn and change, but also Ew. it could be a red flag that, you know, five years down the line is he gonna be any better you who know? cares about the five years down the line he's doing it now right Do you want to be with someone who treats you like that yeah. it's just i think it would that i mean it makes sense that whoever wrote this in would be feeling anxious like you can't trust your person so break mm-hmm. up with him um and that's probably gonna <laughs> help that's the only time the we've <laughs> told someone to break up with someone it'll probably help with the anxiety um as for feeling overwhelmed and anxious from school and your job i would say you know some meditation and some working out can definitely help ease anxiety you time baby you time and really planning out your week really planning out your time can definitely help ease anxiety because if you have in your mind of oh i have all this other stuff to do like but if you have a schedule it kind of relieves the anxiety because it's like okay i know what i'm doing right now Mm -hmm. we're going to answer a few more questions and then we're going to have our audience someone from the audience call in but so this question was sent in via instagram it says would you recommend being an influencer or is it too tough on one's mental health? That's a really interesting question. I do not call myself an influencer. Blech. I think it's the most pretentious sounding self-proclaimed My title. My job is to influence people. I'm an influencer. I barf at I'm that like, word. I'm like, ew, you're we obnoxious. Do, we do not say that. I love the word YouTuber, though. Yeah. That's like OG. I didn't, I've never called myself an influencer. I think that any kind of job can be bad on your mental health that's so true i think something that could be bad for your mental health is if the thing about running your own business and this is just like being an entrepreneur not just a quote-unquote influencer is that maybe you don't know what your paycheck is every single month like right. you would for a nine to five it so could be better than a nine to five or yeah. it could be not that's a thing or one month could be better than a nine to five and then a month another month you know could not be as good right. so that working, could be stressful working for yourself can be stressful because you're your own boss you have to make sure you're on top of your things you have to make sure you're being creative i think being a quote-unquote influencer could be surrounded by your looks i personally don't run my life like that but Mm -hmm. i could see it's not always fun to just do things that are so focused on yourself i will admit or sometimes i feel you know there was a period of time where i was kind of depressed and down about something and i was like no i don't want to take photos of myself like i felt really bad about the way i looked so but that but the thing that was making me feel sad wasn't necessarily having to take these photos 
it was something else i will say when you are feeling down or sad it's horrible it's kind of annoying to have to put on this persona of like everything's okay like especially i mean not that you have to but you want to be like feeling good in your videos Mm -hmm. and part of the creative process is definitely being in a good headspace to create something at least i want to try and put out positive content Mm -hmm. i'm not trying to put out like sad love songs or whatever but we we, i want to put out sad love. i mean i do but my point (laughs) is like i want to be in a good headspace like if i'm feeling crappy about myself like the last thing i want to do is put a camera in my face yeah like last week's podcast when we filmed that you were like crying right before the podcast why was why would we film that but like most people wouldn't know that we're like okay we're gonna get the cry out you know and deal with this emotion get back to work yeah but i could also see you know if you're at a nine to five and you're having that kind of crisis emotion you can't really deal with it there so there is a benefit to working for yourself as well there's some pros and there's some cons but i think the pros outweigh the cons but there can definitely (laughs) be some really mean comments that could totally affect your mental health i feel like especially if you're on an even bigger scale than we are Mm -hmm. then that could really be detrimental yeah selena gomez touched on that remember like people commenting if she gained weight like imagine already being down like maybe she's sad about justin bieber and her breakup i don't know and she also has like lupus and all this stuff going on it's like i can't imagine already feeling sad and then and then reading those negative and um, granted i'm sure she gets so much more nice comments but when you're feeling down those negative mean comments stand out i will say it's natural to kind of notice the negative more because Mm -hmm. our brain is trained to be that way to keep us safe and i know that taylor swift has turned off her instagram comments because she found it's like why should she be dealing with this and just reading trolls say mean things about her it's like no she should live her happy life and she's like a strong woman and there's enjoy her enjoy her money and seriously (laughs) and keep her mental health in check so there definitely are ways to take take precautions speaking of mental health i was watching a model on youtube which i don't really actually like to watch models videos on youtube because for me personally it's not like super relatable relatable not i don't know i don't want that to sound mean or it just doesn't make me feel that great to watch like so when i go on youtube i'm usually just watching comedy or just like my favorite youtubers and most of the people that i'm watching aren't really like instagram models just personally like what i watch anyway so this girl came up in my feed emily detonato she is a model and i actually really like her videos she's yeah. like relatable and kind of down to earth doesn't take herself too seriously and one of the videos she was talking about the vs fashion show and why she stopped auditioning and she said that just when she'd watch the victoria's secret fashion show or like go to the auditions and walk around in her underwear and then basically be told she's not good enough that it just made her feel like piece of shit so she stopped auditioning and so she stopped auditioning and the reason i'm bringing this up is because when i was a teenager watching the victoria's secret fashion show every year from like 17 to however long it went on it would literally be like the worst time of year and make me feel so terrible. And I'm just wondering if anybody listening ever felt that way as well. And I just think the great thing about 2020, or maybe it's just my age, is that the older I get, the less I give a shit about that kind of stuff. And I think the market is more directed towards all different types of beauty, not just one standard of like, okay, 5'10", super thin, you have to have this looking face or whatever. Now it's all different types of beauty yeah granted some people have said like oh it's easy for you to not be insecure looking at models like you do look like a model and then i read that and i'm like what i kind of laugh 
anyway because we all deal with insecurities and maybe looking at someone and thinking oh they're so much better and yeah i just want to say if you're looking at instagram or you're looking at things on youtube or whatever that make you feel bad make you feel like shit stop looking at it seriously it does have to be something you hold yourself accountable for because it can be so easy to be like oh i'm gonna look at this like because i think from a maybe a biological standpoint we think we're gonna learn something to maybe be more attractive or it's just nice to look at beautiful perfected people but it's not reality and don't subject yourself to it and when i've been rejected in the past i just think to myself like oh maybe if they had a model or if they were with a maybe they're just waiting for their victoria's secret model totally like crazy thoughts that like oh maybe they'll commit to them blah 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 and maybe they'll be good enough oh maybe the person that i'm interested is like never gonna meet that person and like you're even crazy for thinking like this and Anyway, sorry to. I will say they did. They did cancel the Victoria's Secret fashion show because it's no longer. It's not in style to just support this. It's well, it's not in style to just like a one certain type of look. Yeah, and and then just kind of feel shitty about yourself for not fitting it. Okay, well, it's time to call people. So uh, let's Let's bring it in. Hey, Hey, what's your name? I'll think of something. I just want to say, really, really love your video. You really bring out the message of, of like being really accepting and very positive, Aww. and it's really, it's something very rare. <laughs> like I don't find that a lot in people. People are usually very very judgmental. Oh, <laughs> that's, that's sweet. so sweet! Thank you so much for letting us call you. Hey, I have a question for you guys. Actually, now I think about it. Sure. Uh, I've watched you guys for years, like years, at least four or five. Oh I my gosh! Remember. Cool. It's- it's been a real long time. Um, like, I think way before your brother was in that Taylor Swift uh, music oh, yeah. video. Yeah. Like, years ago. <laughs> I have been struggling to do a plant-based diet. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, man. Like, my family my family is very, like, meat and potatoes. And first of all, I hate meat and potato dinners and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I'm having a real hard time with it. I don't know. It's just hard for me well, to stick with I could, I could definitely see um, not having a family that eats the same way. It would be really it, difficult to kind of stick with it. But it's so easy having people who eat the same way because then when you go into the kitchen, uh, there's a bunch of stuff well, you can eat. So yeah. I totally feel that that would be really difficult. But my best advice would be to um, like go grocery shopping every week, like an instant pot and having canned beans and just plenty of food so that you kind of don't feel like – oh, no, I don't have a, any food to eat. You know what I mean? Yeah. Also, I think, like, making your your family a fun meal, like a fun vegan meal, you know, th- that that you would like and that they'd enjoy, maybe they'll be more supportive of it if they find that they enjoy it and they're satisfied from it. Yeah, that's totally true. Mm-hmm. It's just because when, like, you're raised with it, it's just a little different, you know? Oh, I'm sure, yeah. I, I we We know that we're, like it's really way easier for us than the average person. We're definitely that, aware of that. And two, I'm currently in school. Like it's so my hours are really, really crazy. Mm-hmm. And mom is a really good cook. So it's hard, you know, to say no to her, you know, mm-hmm. and she's so sweet. And she's like, I made you something. It's usually animal products and it's, Oh, okay. Yeah. So, but mm-hmm. we're, we're working on it. We're working on it. Has she ever tried making you something vegan? She's making, she's made vegan things and not even noticed. Oh, well, that's know? cool. Like, yeah. And 
I actually made her your vegan mac and cheese lunch, and she really liked it. <laughs> Aww. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, it sounds like you're still eating a lot of vegan food, so I think that's, you know, it's great that you're just doing the best you can, and if that's what your situation is right now, like, that's totally okay, and maybe, you know, as time goes by, your mom will kind of be more receptive to it and just make more vegan food as well. Yeah, and you know, like... I plan to move out, like, once I'm graduating, I'm graduating in June, and, um, like, I love your guys' videos, and it's actually really helpful, like, your what did I eat in a day videos, you know, like, sweet potatoes and stuff, and I want to eat, like, 90% of my diet like that, mm-hmm. um, it's just hard now, that's all, yeah. but slowly working towards that. That makes sense. Yeah. Okay, well, thanks so much for letting us chat with you and being on yeah. our podcast much fun thank you so much bye guys bye Bye. that was fun yeah if you want us to call you on the phone follow us on our instagrams nina nelson and randa nelson and just stay up to date on watching our story because we'll let you submit your phone number right there i've come up with this idea where we end our podcast with a song of the week that you guys can send in yes but today i'm just gonna choose it since no one has sent it in the song is well, I've been running down the road trying to loosen my load. I got seven women on my mind. Four that want to own me, two that want to stone me. One says she's a friend of mine. Taking it easy, taking it easy. I got a zone, your high wheel, drive you crazy. <laughs> Lighten up while you still can. Okay, I think they got it. You got it. Anyways, guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you learned something. I hope we helped you out. Next week, we will answer questions that don't always revolve around dating, right? I mean, it just seems to be the center of everyone's thoughts. And it's understandable. I feel like our main demographic is 18 to 34, the single time of your lives. It's the time of your life. So live it well. Email us again at contact at ninaandranda.com. Thanks so much for listening, guys. Enjoy your ride, and hopefully you've made it to your destination. And we'll see See you. you. We won't see you. You're listening. We will have a chat with you next next week. week. Bye.